Welcome back to On The Spot. Ben James, back with you here behind the radio. Microphone thingamajiggy that's in front of me right now. I am joined by Thomas. Devin, we are here talking again this morning. Thomas, how are you? Hanging in there, you know. Good. We are, we are all highly caffeinated now. We're coming up. Thomas is still sipping. I'm, I'm halfway he is, through. He is like... I'm a I, sipper. I don't understand how you do that. I don't understand how he takes his time with a cup of coffee it's the opposite of our my, one of my interns sean would i mean he would take multiple gulps of hot coffee and this I'd be is like, true <laughs> this what? is true although devon i did notice a little bit earlier because devon is just now getting back into having some coffee with us he for some reason i don't know what kind of monastic vow he took or whatever but he was like i'm not doing coffee you know for a while and uh he finished his this morning and he kind of put it down like a shot glass you know, like he had just finished and boom, just planked it right there on the table. So. That was because there was so much caffeine in my system that I felt like I couldn't contain the yeah. energy was provided. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, caffeine, this new, this new world to him yeah. is uh, starting to course through. His mind. It's kind of like Thanos whenever he gets the infinity yeah. gauntlet, you know, whenever a stone hits that gauntlet. It's like you just see it mm. coursing through. So speaking of that, Thanos, Devin, how are you this morning, man? I am blessed to be here with you guys and blessed to be able to, again, share about God's Word and what He's got for us. Yeah, yeah. We do eventually rein it in here on yes. this podcast and uh, actually make some, do we say logical? Could we say that we make logical points here? Can we just go biblical? Oh, well, well, okay, biblical, yeah. yeah, yeah we'll, we'll go with that. Theological. Yeah, theological. <laughs> As one of my uh, spiritual mentors used to say, he said, there are a lot of theologians in this world, son. Many of them don't even know Theo. So I was like, okay, all right, good, good point, good point. Devin, you've got the word for us today, brother. So what is our word and why do we have it? Let me think about this for a minute. No, actually. <laughs> um, so my word, just kind of, you know, looking around uh, this past week and just different events. So on, I think it was Saturday night. Yes, it was Saturday night. We went to the Christmas Festival of Lights or whatever they call that out here for Grayson. You know, and I and I really liked it. It was the first time we had been. Um, we've been here for about three years, and this was the first time we got. And so I thought it was going to be about six cars driving on by, you know, for their parade. But it was actually really great. I enjoyed it. That it was, was a fun. quality parade. Man. I was shocked. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I liked yeah. it. I liked the fellowship. I liked being there with the people. And so, but, you know, it was, it was the lights that kind of stood out. And, you know, because I was like, well, why didn't they do this parade at 12 o'clock? You know, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be dark out here by the time this parade. I, don't you want to see this stuff? You know, floats and stuff are usually, you know, I'm used to parades in the daytime, not parades at nighttime. So, uh, but it was a parade for the night because it was all lit up and I and I really like that and so it kind of made me think about darkness and that is going to be our word for the day darkness, darkness. so um, of course Isaiah 9 2 is a kind of the passage that I'm going from here and so it says the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light and those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death upon them a light has dawned so then there was also some other stuff that I was looking at here and I have two quotes that I want to share. Maybe I'll share just one of them now, and then we can bring another one. And this was another point because, you know, darkness and the light, because, you know, we, we got to have that. You can't see the light of the stars, even though they're shining all the time until darkness comes. Mm -hmm. So, and I like this quote. Uh, it's 
it's it says I wonder if that's how darkness wins by convincing us to trap it inside of ourselves instead of emptying it out. I don't want it to win. Hmm. So it was kind of an interesting thought. So I just thought, man, you know, there's no direction that we have to go in this. It's not like, hey, darkness is one. Because yeah, if we're going to walk in darkness, I mean, directions. Yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> nice, bro. Yeah, thanks, um, unless you're, you know, unless you can stumble around in the darkness, right? I've uh, done that. Yeah. Plenty of times. So let's just talk about darkness. What do you guys think? Um, we can talk about this biblically. We can talk about this physically. You know, we can let's, hopefully we'll be able to tie it all together and actually get to that. Uh, we talked about theologians, so we'll get to that place after a little bit. But what do you guys think? Uh, let's start over there with uh, Ben. Ben, what do you think? Darkness. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that darkness is one of those things that um, do do we, I mean, like we can walk outside sometimes. Let's Let's say if it's a like a really dark night. Okay. But whenever we, whenever light begins to be introduced, I don't know that we're aware of how dark it actually is until light starts being introduced into a situation. Like I think, one, I think the danger with darkness, one of the inherent dangers with darkness, is that we don't realize that we're in darkness until light is introduced into the situation Hmm. uh it's like you know we can acclimate ourselves you know it's like you know when like at when you're going to bed at night or whatever you know you can turn the lights off or whatever and you've got to take a few moments to kind of acclimate yourself to the darkness and then you kind of adjust to it and you can kind of maneuver around you know you kind of become aware of some things things become familiar to you and i worry sometimes in the you know figurative sense in our lives um how comfortable that some of us can become in areas of darkness Hmm. and maybe not even know how dark it actually is right that's that's one of the things that kind of stands out to me is like we can grow comfortable in darkness Hmm. and we can grow familiar in darkness and and that's kind of the foundation point when i think of darkness is like or, or maybe we navigating some areas in our lives in darkness that we're unaware, so to speak, of just how dark it may be. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Now, what um, about Thomas? What do you think? Yeah, no, so that was kind of the, a, a similar thought was going through my mind of just like that, you know, your eyes adjusting to the dark, like the longer you're in it. Um, and just even culturally today, there's a lot of discussion just ev- everywhere about our culture. Is it heading towards a good place or is it heading towards a dark place? All this kind of stuff of trying to figure figure all of that out. And I think I think it's it's worth having the conversation because if it is, if our culture is heading in a dark direction, the last thing we want to do is get comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And the last thing we want to do is start to adjust or, you know, we're told don't conform to the patterns of this world. Don't adjust, don't change, don't get used to it, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Um, and I, I always think of like, you know, those in those movies where, they're walking around in like a cave and they'll be holding up a torch in front of them, like a big sort of flaming torch. Um, I've done that once in my life where I've had like a flaming torch in front of me. And whenever I held up the light in front of me, I actually couldn't see anything else. It's just like, mm. all you can see is the light in that moment. Um, you know, in the movies, it like, it illuminates the whole cave, but me, it was just blinding. I was just like, <laughs> I can't see anything yes. else. The only thing I could really see was the light, you know, cause it was right in front of me. Um, 
But uh, but yeah, I think we can get so immersed in it and we can wait until our irises adjust, you know, that we get comfortable, you know. Um, or like as that, you know, as the sun starts to set, sometimes it actually takes you a little while to realize like, oh, it's completely dark outside, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I didn't even notice. Um, I think we can do that in our own lives, culturally or spiritually, you know, we can get to a point where we're like, we get to, we, you know, we can get to the point where it's like, oh, it's completely dark right now. Right. I didn't even notice how much I was living in this in this darkness. Um, the other thing that came to my mind was actually lyrics of an old Switchfoot song. Ooh, okay. So yeah, go back to Switchfoot. Um, pulling out some. Yeah, yeah. Which I think they're still going. But uh, they Very had a song. Move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a classic. Um, they uh, they had a song called "The Shadow Proves the Sunshine," which I loved when I was a teenager. Just this idea of like, you know. There are shadows in life, but that is proof that there is a light yeah. casting that shadow, right. which I just thought was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, good stuff. Okay, so my other quote is is just kind of look how look at how a single candle can both defy and here's the word I want and define the darkness. So, you know, it's, it's, I like the word defy, you know, because we all figure, you know, we hold up a candle, uh, you know, it's defying the darkness, but I love the word. The second word is kind of what I want to talk about defining the darkness. How does light define the darkness? Hmm. I think, I think if we're going to look at maybe how it defines the darkness, I I think it reveals the darkness. Yeah, I mean, because darkness has no power over the light mm. in, in yep. so many different ways, physically, metaphorically. I mean, mm-hmm. all of these things. There is no form of darkness that holds any power over light. Uh, like if, if I roll, you know, we have the, they're not on right now, but in this room we have the wonderful mid-90s fluorescent light fixtures right. in mm-hmm. this room. And if I roll back behind me here and I flip that switch as soon as that switch comes on you know the lights come on and it's it's not like this phasing out type thing like if this is a completely dark room and i flip that switch and the lights come on it's not like there's this war and this tension between light and darkness that the darkness is like i'm going to hold on until the light completely drives me out Mm. it's just like no boom light is is introduced on the scene and the darkness flees. Um, and then I, I think if I'm going to a step further, I don't mean to dominate the conversation no, here, so I'm sorry. Right. Um, when, when I worked um, for Marathon uh, Petroleum, I worked on the river on one of their towboats. Um, and when you're not building tow or making a lock or dropping or picking up or whatever, uh, there are endless tasks that can be done on a towboat. I would have never imagined it, but there are. Uh, one of which is painting constantly. And I worked in the engine room for a while. And the engineer said, hey, this particular spot in the engine room needs to be painted. And I'm like, all right. So I go down there and I'm painting and I come back up and he's like, hey, did you get it? And I was like, yeah. He's like, uh, well, I want to make sure that we get a good coverage on it. So did you use your flashlight? I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Use my flashlight. He's like, come here, I'll show you. And we went down there and flipped the lights on, and, you know, everything on the surface looked good. He said, but let's take this, and he clicked on his flashlight, and he got about, you know, a foot from the wall, and he said, see all those imperfections? Mm. See all the places that the paint missed? Mm. Uh, So with a 
greater intensity of light examination, more areas of imperfection and darkness and shadows were revealed. And that's kind of what I think about defining it. I think that light just reveals darkness. Good. And the more intense the light is, the more... Uh, and the more penetrating the light is, the more shadows, darkness, and imperfections that it's going to reveal. Nice, nice. Thomas, what about you? Yeah. Any darkness? Like, f- from another sort of, I mean, with the towboat work stuff, the other kind of work that I've experienced is video work, which is all about shaping light. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. You know, like, with if you don't have light, a camera's not going to work. It just... It, it just doesn't. That's by definition. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. needs it needs it's light. Dark. Yeah, the more light you can add, the better to a point, because you also want certain contours of shadows and darkness to complement the light. Mm. Do you know what I mean? To really show off the shape of the light, the color, the hues, all the like the good things about the light are, are shown by the contrast of the darkness, if that makes yes. sense. Yes. So that's kind of the thing I was thinking about, just because I've been doing a lot of light shaping, which is kind of uh, I was doing quotation marks, but we're not on video, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just but keep doing yeah, it. I'm appreciating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but like, yeah, you need you need you need contrast in an image for it to be pleasing, for the lighting to look pleasing. If there's no contrast, it doesn't make any sense. And I think I think that's true as well. Of like, you know, God, we see through scripture that God allows darkness to happen. You know, we see in the Book of Job, we see God allowing things to to happen, but those things are all to show how much greater the light is, if that makes sense. You know, if, yeah. if you know nothing but darkness, you don't know how much to appreciate the light. Mm-hmm. Um, and if all you know is light and you've never seen darkness, we can appreciate just how amazing the light is. Yes. You know, um, so that was, that was just another little thing that I was thinking about. You know, obviously we're, we're told in Psalm 119 that he is the, the lamp to my feet or the lamp to my the light feet, the light to my feet the light, yeah, lamp the to my to path, path. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um you know that we we need it to navigate through the darkness mm. um because it's it's there anyway so let's at least look at the thing that contrasts it you know well, i love both of those you know another one to me a revelation is important you know if you're in darkness you need some kind of light to have a revelation of mm-hmm. where you're going and then i love that you said contrast and photos and pictures because it is true that when a light is turned on, it's not, and you kind of shared this a little bit when you were painting the first time you were painting, that, you know, to, with the light that you had revealed, it was, it looked great. Mm-hmm. Until a brighter light came and exposed just a little bit more. It defined how many areas were still yet missing. And you just shared that, you know, when we're, when we're doing these photos, you've taken it and moved lights around and did stuff so that there's a greater definition on the better side of my face, right? <laughs> You know, don't get the good side, bro. Um, I'm ready for my close-up now. You know, so whatever it is that we're looking, and I think that's so important. You know, uh, it's so important that God's light, and I'm going to bring this around because it is important that God is so wonderful. Number one, that he lets us know where we're going. There's a definition. Hey, here is the way. Walk in it, says the Lord. And he's called us out of darkness into the light of the glorious gospel of his son, Jesus Christ. And the second thing is we get to see how beautiful he is, how wonderful he is by the contrast of the darkness. Man, when we're in darkness, we're just eating it up. You know, or blindly groping, we're getting hurt, we're getting offended, we're getting these things where our life kind of, you know, if you're completely in darkness, man, your life sucks. You know, we talk that some people might say that to be completely in darkness is to be at the bottom 
You know, you've hit rock bottom when you're completely in darkness. And I think that's the cry of Isaiah 9 too. Those who sat in rock bottom, those who sat in darkness. I have one more passage I want to share, and we'll kind of talk about this, and then we can close up. But it says, for you were once darkness. I love that. It doesn't say that mm-hmm. you were once in darkness. You, you were. were once yes. darkness. But now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable. How does that happen? By the light. You have to find out, hey, this is the path. And then, and have no fellowship. And here's a key word. With the unfruitful works of darkness. Mm-hmm that which would shade, that which would obscure the good things in life and the cause you to get back down there. Um, but all things, and in verse 13, all things that are exposed, once again back to what Ben said, are made manifest. There it is, made manifest by the light. So the light, I love it, the light both um, defies and defines the darkness, which can be such a wonderful gift. You know, there was another quote in here that I thought was so cool, and I'm just going to, I'm sorry, I said only two quotes, but I have another one I want to share because this one. You walk in darkness of lies, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I love this quote. It was such a, um, someone I loved once gave me a box full of darkness. It took me years to understand that this too was a gift. Wow. I mean, just under, you know, what do you guys think? I'm going to just close up with, you can quote on anything I just shared. Huh. Or, read that again, read that. please. Someone I loved once gave me a box full of darkness. It took me years to understand that this, too, was a gift. Isn't that an interesting thought? What do you guys think? Is that totally I'm, anti-biblical? I'm, or is I'm, that, I may need that? another cup of coffee. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's, Maybe. that's a little heavy and philosophical. I wasn't quite yeah. sure I was going to share that one because I like the two that I share. But this one is we kind of got into this definition. I was like, oh, I got to bring this out. There's cat going on it's, right it's, there. It's like yeah. very open to interpretation yeah. and philosophy of what, this, yeah. what is a gift? What does a box mean? What is yeah. <laughs> a go, box of darkness? Jordan, you can take this one oh, first, dear. then I'll follow. Yeah. Good. I like it. Uh, uh, why would a box of darkness be a gift? I don't know. It's I mean that's an interesting one. Like what what is the box? What is the darkness? What is like? Well, let me get. What, what about second? You talked about this very week. Okay. In your passage about prevention. Sure. And we could say that maybe Paul got a box full of darkness when mm-hmm. God gave him a what thorn in the flesh. Mm-hmm. That was a dark time. He said, why? You know, it's kind of stuff right there. Yeah. So maybe I can just kind of give sure. that to yeah. kind of a little, little definition of it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess if you have a category of, of of what darkness looks like and you can see it to recognize that's darkness, then you can recognize it in the rest of the world. Like if you have it as a category. Something, I love the Bible Project. You use that phrasing all the time of like we have a category in our minds for something to make sense. Yes. You know, you know in, in that sense, ha- having it as an example of what to avoid, yes, um, would be a, would be a gift. Exactly, something you don't like, sure. something that feels wrong to you, something but could at later point understand that was the hugest gift I ever got. Maybe it was even like what we talked about on Sunday, our Sunday so, talked about on Monday yesterday. Joseph's brothers gave him such a great gift in the sense they mm. almost killed him but sold him into slavery. Later on, he was able to say. That darkness you gave me, God meant it for good. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, kind of building off of Thomas's concept there of of what if the darkness, the gift of darkness in that quote, gives us something that helps 
to deepen our appreciation and accentuate the light yes. in our life. Um, going back to when you introduced this this word, you, know, you reference the the moon and the stars. You know, I mean, the stars still shine. The moon is a reflection of the sun's light. You know, we they don't stop shining. That's right. It's just when you know they only become visible when a greater source of light is not present. That, that takes me back kind of to the Old Testament prophecies hmm. of the moon fading. Uh, the stars dwindling out. Revelation talks yeah. about how everything's going, and and we've kind of taken this like they're falling into darkness, like their their source of light. These stars like is going to exhaust. What if that it's not those sources of light being exhausted? It's just that there's coming a day of revelation of a light source that is so much greater than those mm. that it causes them to disappear. Yes. When we see Jesus in his glory, in his majesty, then it's not that he, maybe it's not that he's extinguishing all other sources of light, like the stars, the sun, whatever. But actually, it's just the fact that he's been exposed mm. in the the glorious majesty of his brightness just outshines them by so much that they disappear. Amen. And that, when we have that reference of seeing, okay, darkness, the reason that we're seeing the stars at night in the dark is because the greater source of illumination has been hidden. It's not been revealed at this point. But when it does, then those fall back and they're not even visible to us. The darkness that we know now, when the glory and the majesty of our Christ is revealed, instead of those being extinguished, what about you know what if that source of illumination that revelation mm. is just so majestic and so bright that everything else fades away into oblivion Amen. and and that's that's kind of what i think about that gift of darkness is us understanding you know the angels have never sinned but yet they still cry holy 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 mm. um and you know whether they've ever been exposed to darkness or not, how much more of an appreciation, how much more of a meaningful praise do we have when we can cry out, holy, 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 even when we have the presence of darkness somewhere? I, that, that's a lot of rambling. I don't know if that made any sense. No, I think, I think that's all good because, you know, this is exactly what I want. Number one, those lights that we see in the darkness are so beautiful. You know, just the other night when I was back to the very thing that kind of got me going about darkness and Christmas and all those things, those lights could not have been as beautiful as they were going down the street if it would have been 12 o'clock. Right. I needed to wait till nighttime to see those things, and they gave me a greater appreciation for the beauty and the work that people had put into these things. God allows the darkness in our lives sometimes as a gift. You know, and, and when I'm saying, yeah, he doesn't want us to be in darkness, but he wants us to glorify him as we can say, I look back on my dark past, but I'm thankful for God's light in my life in the midst of the darkness. I've come out of the darkness now, but I still can compare them. I can define the light because I can be like, wow, God is so awesome. And as we walk, the Bible says, uh, I love this passage, the path of the just is like the shining of the sun that burns ever brighter to its perfect day. The more that we see Christ, the more that we're in him, the more, not that we'll be just like 
without darkness, but the more darkness will be defined and the more we'll see the glory of what God, it'll be more exposed. Oh, those are things that I missed out over there. Oh, this is how much he saved me. This is how gracious he, this is how merciful. And those are spots of light that are so awesome that the darkness will yet be defined and will say, man, you're so awesome, God, because you did that for me. And that's where gratefulness comes in and thankfulness. And all of a sudden we rejoice in the exposure of the darkness while we're not afraid of it. You know, I'm like, hey, that's just what that was. And, you know, Christ took care of that for me. He is the light of the world. So just a kind of thought. Final thoughts. Let's do. Uh, I had my final thought right there. Let's just go around and final thoughts. Um, I, I was thinking of Bane from Batman that, you know, I think there's a lot of people in the world that you think the darkness is your ally. <laughs> It's, it's not it's actually really destructive and it's yeah. better to to seek the light i was going to try and do the voice <laughs> you know the, 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 but um but no i think yeah we all i think a lot of people um are convinced that the darkness of this world is a good thing mm. um, and it's just it's not yeah. Yeah. good stuff yeah. thank you um yeah I, as long as we're here on this earth uh, in the state that we are now, in the state that the world is in and has been since Genesis 3 with the you know, entrance of sin onto the scene, um, we will encounter darkness. Mm. There will be moments of darkness, and it's going to be an ever-present uh, foe or presence in our lives. But uh, just as David said, that you know, even though that I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear, Amen. for he is with me. And again, it's that concept of a shadow is proof that there's a source of light. Yes. And and that's what I would just kind of encourage uh, everybody with as we kind of wrap this up. It's like, listen, we all walk through dark times. We all have this ever-present lingering thing that kind of nags at us. But the presence of the light is so much greater Amen. than the presence of the darkness. Yeah. All right. Good word today, Devin. Thanks. Good word. Good quotes. Good Thank quotes, you. good scripture. Challenge. Yeah, yeah. He just, I don't think he made that word up on the spot. That's all no. I'm just saying. I mean, we responded on the spot. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. But, yeah. Well, guys, thank you for joining us um, today for this episode. We appreciate you listening. Hope that this has been enriching to you and uh, been an encouragement to you. We would love to hear from you. I know this is, um, we're, we're here at FCC Grayson. You can reach out to us on uh, the interwebs. Type us into your Google machine or uh, you know, just visit us at FCCGrayson.com and you can reach out to us. Um, like, rate, review, subscribe, smash like buttons, all of that good algorithm stuff there. So I'm going to ask Devin if he would to uh, finish us with a word of prayer. Amen. Lord, we just uh, we want to thank you. Thank you for what you have done in our lives. Lord, thank you for calling us out of darkness. Thank you for being the light of the world. Thank you, yet there's moments of darkness in our lives that are coming or are here today, and you are teaching us how to carry that candle, how to be the light of the world, how to expose the darkness and define it so that we might have a greater joy and a greater love and a greater appreciation for what you're doing in our lives. I pray that those that are hurting right now, oh Lord, that you would just be a light to them, that you would be a comfort to them, that they would just rejoice in you as you've called us to in your word. We just give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen.